The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg, and boy, oh boy, what news do we have? <laughs> well, the city of Oakland is suing the Oakland Raiders and the NFL. We'll talk about that and more here on show 518. Well, yes, indeedy. The city of Oakland is suing the NFL and suing the Oakland Raiders for the money owed uh, for building that monstrosity on the east side. All those suites, millions, I think 200 million. I think they probably owe 100 million, I believe, somewhere in there to the city and county, city of, of, of Oakland and county of Alameda. Uh, they both hold those bonds, and they're worthless. That's right, because the Oakland Raiders need to pay that off, as in their agreement. But they're trying to sneak out the back door, um, and really not. You could listen to Mo Davis, little Mo, <laughs> as we like to uh, affectionately call him around here, little Mo Davis, with his little Mo Davis haircut. Uh, Lord Fauntleroy is what he looks like to me. Long story short... This guy is a humongous liar. Let's just get that right out in front. Liar, liar, three stooges hair on fire. Trust me, not less less than 24 hours before Reggie McKenzie was fired, I mean literally fired from his job, Mark Davis on an interview was boo-fooing it like no, you know, people say all kinds of stuff on the internet that's not true. No, that's not the case. You don't know what's going on. And less than 24 hours later, Reggie's fired. Why can't he man up and just say that? Why can't he man up and say, well, we're not sure? Or <clears throat> we're, we're thinking about many personnel moves. He could have said a million things. Let's hear from John Gruden today, who just spoke to the media at about 1 o'clock on the firing of Reggie McKenzie. I'd like to wish Reggie McKenzie the best. And uh, he's a good friend of mine. He's always going to be a Raider. And um, we're going to have to rebuild this football team without him. But I will assure the Raider fans that we'll do everything we can to uh, find the right replacement. He left some big shoes to fill. And... Um, just want to wish him the best. I'm not going to sit up here today and talk about any disconnect. We were connected. Uh, we are very good friends and very connected. I'll leave it at that. Well, we won a game last night. I went home. And, um, you know, obviously there was a meeting last night and uh, changes ha have been made. And uh, I respect uh, everything that uh, this organization is about. Um, I can't exactly answer why the change was made last night, but changes were made. And we got to continue to fight and continue to build this team back. And that's what we're going to do. We all work for the same man. Like I said a minute ago, I, I just got done coaching a game yesterday. So um, I know Mark is going to accumulate a, a list of names and candidates. Um, and I'm sure we'll discuss those people later this week. But right now, I don't have any idea. Will you be involved in the interview process? Don't know. Don't know. Did you agree with the decision on, on Reggie? I'm... Uh, 
Look, I'm not surprised when you're three and ten. I'm not surprised with anything that happens in this league. You know, I've been fired. I've been traded. Um, it's a horrible part of this business, and I'm very sensitive to it. But Mark Davis is a tool. He's a complete tool and a complete liar. And I'm so, so unhappy that he runs and owns this organization. You should be too. He couldn't be a pimple on his father's ass. Mark Davis has no guts, no brains, certainly not smart by any stretch. And he's a fool. And he's the little boy in the, at the big boy table of the NFL. The owners are eating him alive. Well, City of Oakland suing. They want their money back. They want, you know, I'd love for them to keep the name and all that. We'll just see what that happens. It's a pro bono suit. Not a real good chance of it going through because the NFL, the nonprofit, has so much money that they could probably kiboshi this thing uh, from the back door at the very least. Money talks, it always has. My mom always used to say, the law is for those who can afford it. Poor people don't have law. Poor people don't get the benefit of the law because they don't have enough money. Rich people, now they get the benefit of the law, which is the law of the land for sure. Uh, and that's what, in this case, I think is going to happen because the NFL has such deep pockets. Well, let's go on to something else too. Um, a cavalcade of misgivings. Mark Davis also said in a similar statement that he wanted to stay in Oakland for the 2019 season because of the fans. Because I don't want to disappoint the fans. Almost crying. He's such a buffoon. And a blatant liar. It would be convenient and cheaper for him to stay here than go anywhere else. So the fact that he wants to stay here has nothing to do with the Raider Nation in the East Bay. Nothing. Zero. Zilcho. It's everything to do with his pocket and his lack of money in it. And that goes along with the reason he got rid of all the good players. I mean, he shed players early. We didn't even... Ozawali, where'd he go? He was one of our best players. Disappeared. Marquette King, boom. Well, it wasn't the, the people. Even Gruden's a lion sack of shit. It was the money. He didn't want to pay him. He didn't have any money. He doesn't have any money now. I don't know how he's going to do anything. My bills are all due and the baby needs shoes and I'm busted. I just know this, that his mom is the true owner of the team. If something happens to her, he won't be able to afford to keep the team. He'll be forced to sell the team, which will be a day that I will celebrate forever. I'll be the happiest day of this Raider fan because Mark is not an owner. An owner has money. Mark has no money. Al Davis figured out how to get money. Mark is no Al Davis. So <clears throat> don't let the door hit you on the ass, Mark, when you leave Oakland. Uh, as a matter of fact, please go. Bye, Felicia, is what I like to say. And uh, don't don't let the door hit you with the good Lord split you. Raider fan here in Oakland's fed up with you. I've seen it all over the place. There's a song on the internet, F Mark Davis. It's classic. You should listen to it. <clears throat> I'm telling you, no love lost here. 
please leave. And it's interesting. They're talking about San Diego. They're talking about um, St. Louis, where the Rams used to play. UNLV, lots of ideas out there. But every single one of them is going to cost big money. So I hope it hurts him bad. Because this team will not build until we shed little Mo Davis. He needs to leave in order for this franchise to go where it needs to go. Because he's broke as a joke. And he's a joke broke, for sure. So on that note, I feel bad for Greg Papa, but it was a good thing that he's out of the organization because he would have to report all this stuff on the radio. Your thoughts on what Gruden had to say in the firing of Reggie McKenzie? Yeah, he's obviously trying to make it seem like he wasn't involved in any of it. Um, it's, uh, I mean, he, he's going to be involved in the firing of the GM, and it's going to be a little bit like uh, Kyle Shanahan's role in hiring John Lynch, I would think. I mean, it may even be more hands-on. I, I think that that is going to be the critical hire because as much as John may want to do, it's just difficult. He's going to have to have people in the building he trusts. And um, whether or not he got along with Reggie or whether or not they had a, a similar football philosophy, there was a disconnect reportedly from the beginning. I'm not going to sit up here today and talk about any disconnect. We were connected. Uh, I don't think Reggie would have traded Khalil Mack, uh, especially when you have him under contract and you believe the franchise tag him once or twice. You could have played hardball with the guy. Uh, it's the best player that probably Reggie will ever draft. Uh, to go ahead and trade him before his rookie contract is up is just uh, inexplicable. It's just how, how would you do that? So John's going to have to bring in uh, a, a lot of people that he trusts. Dave Rosano's already in the building. Uh, I, I've talked about Mike Lombardi. I'm trying to go back in John's years where people that he really trusts, you, you, have, to, you have to have his trust and you have to have the ability to tell him no. You're wrong. We can't do this. We cannot trade Khalil Mack now. We just cannot. And you're going to have to ride it out, and you're going to have to answer the questions to the media every you know Monday and Wednesday and Thursday, and every day you meet the media, which is every day in the NFL just about. You're going to have to. We're just not doing that. Uh, it's for the better of the franchise. So he's going to have to have somebody in. I, I don't know beyond Michael or if M Michael even. Uh, you know, they, they got along well here, but he's got other people. Bruce Allen really does not evaluate talent. Bruce Allen's a contract guy. He's an agent. So you've got to get a lot of people there. And I, I think of Brad Kaplan and all the people uh, that are on Reggie's staff, Joey, and there's just so many. I mean, there's a lot of people you never heard of. Uh, how does this impact them? Are they are they off immediately? And the reason you do it now, as I said earlier, is that the college football season is over now. And in between the college games and the championship games and the, yeah. before the bowl games start, the draft, the uh, the scouts come in. And they have a meeting, and they go over the whole country, and your East Coast start, and your Southeast, and they, you know they've got they've got dozens of people that do this in different areas of the country. You bring them all in, and you have a meeting. And if you're determining that uh, the leader of the meeting is not going to be leading the draft board, then you got to let them all know now. So you know I don't know how far it goes. You're going to have to keep a lot of those scouts because they've been doing this for a long time, so you're prepared for April. But the the rebuilding of this franchise. Bonte is going to be done through the draft and the picks you have this year and the ones you have next year. And uh, it's easy to, you know, go back to Reggie's drafts 
I, I guess the bottom line was that one draft, what year was that, 2014, was too good. <laughs> uh, you nailed a, a future Hall of Fame player with the fifth overall pick. You got a quarterback in the second round that you wound up having to make the highest paid player in the history of the league for a short period of time, and it screwed up everything. Then the right guard, left guard, Gabe started at left, moved to right, became a really good player. Now you got to pay him. Uh, the one criticism I would have of Reggie is you just you had way too much money in the interior of your offensive line and not nearly enough on the outside of the line, on the tackles. Who does that? Who pays the guards in the center that much money? So it was a little bit uh, disproportionate there. But we're looking so, at Reggie's tenure though. Overall, was it good? Was it bad? I, I just don't. I I think it was. Uh, you know, he was brought in because of the association with Ron Wolf, and and obviously. Uh, the whole association uh, going back to to Green Bay, he just didn't fit. To, to me, he wasn't you know to replace you know. And Al died, so it's not even like he replaced him. He was just so different than Al Davis in every regard. He had to deconstruct the team, and then he had to reconstruct it. And I, I think we felt as though he had made uh, some draft picks that were good. That one draft it will go down as one of the best ones in the history of the franchise. But you wind up trading him, and then Amari underachieved. Now Amari's a great player. Which leads to, you know, why didn't John and this coaching staff get the Amari Cooper that we're seeing dominate the NFL since he left here? Why couldn't he do that here? So um, you're going you're gonna to have to bring in a GM, and John will be involved in it. I'm sure it'll be someone that has John's uh, not only blessing, but work with John somewhere else. But who's that guy? I, I don't know. Outside of Michael Lombardi, who has John worked with in the past that he's going to trust to be able to, to really not just help him, but show him. John's a great football coach, a great offensive mind, play designer, play caller. But he's going to have to really nail these draft picks. Otherwise, uh, the next firing is going to be somebody else and not the GM you're hiring. I'll just put it that way. And he's got, obviously, a long, long contract. So we're talking years down the line. But there'll be a point where, you know, he's going to have to nail these draft picks. And who's, who's going to help him do that is the question now. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Greg Papa loved the Raiders. He still loves the Raiders. He doesn't like Mark Davis and what he's doing in the organization. He has a relationship with John Gruden. I don't know how strong that is, but I'm sure he does. But I'm glad that they let him go because Greg Papa has more class than Mark has, you know, anywhere for that matter. And, um, the way they let him go was perfect because that shows the buffoonery that is in little Mo, little Fauntleroy, little Mo Davis, and his little Mo Davis haircut. I love it. And the fact that Oakland is suing him, I love that. Uh, Martavius Bryant has been suspended indefinitely. That means he ain't coming back to the NFL. So much for that third-round pick. Mark, John Gruden, you're kicking ass, bro. Another buffoon. I don't know whether he's going to be able to straighten the ship or they're going to push him into an office somewhere and close the door and let someone else run this. But the whole organization has cancer, literally. And it's sad to see. And it's sad for this Raider fan to see. I thought at one time it couldn't get any worse. It couldn't get any more dysfunctional. I thought this back when I was making some buffoonery moves. Boy, was I far from the mark. Because this is the deepest in the shitter 
we have ever been. This is way down at the bottom of the porta potty, folks. This isn't the toilet. This is the porta potty now. You know what I mean. Nobody knows you. Nobody knows you when you're down. I hate to see my team like this, but I will tell you, until we have an owner with some money, nothing will change. Uh, good luck to the Raiders. I hope that they do well. I will be here chronicling this whole thing. Uh, I ain't going nowhere because the show now is not about the players or the record or the next game. It's about the next drama. You know, it's about the next sh foot shoot of fall. It's about the next buffoonery move. You know, this is what I'm reduced to, unfortunately. Uh, but I'm going to keep doing it because it makes me feel better. That's important to me. So let's get to the bone line because there's a few callers that called in here lately. Um, I got nothing else to say other than... Bye, Felicia. <laughs> I love it. And our first caller is the RVA Raider. Raider Trip from Richmond, Virginia. What you got for us, my good brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Trip, a.k.a. the RVA Raider, calling at you from Richmond, Virginia. Well, there's not a whole lot you could say about the season we're having. Of course, I don't think that this is very much of a surprise to us at this point in the season. And I just thought I'd call and give a couple of tips to fellow Raider Nation folks out there about how to get through the rest of the season, what's been working for me. Uh, I decided real early on this year that I wasn't going to spend any money on the Raiders at all this season, and I stuck to that. And I think that that has helped me as far as how to deal with the fact that this is about the worst we've been in, I don't know, forever. So I, don't, I haven't been watching the games on Sunday. You know, I'll just uh, look at the recap. Can't say I've been very surprised by the results. So what I've been doing instead is trying to come up with something else to do on game day Sunday. Offer my family and take them to the park. Do something together. Just that way, not thinking about football, not thinking about the Raiders. It's been a lot easier to stomach. Because let's face it, we're clearly not going to get better anytime too soon since we're in the middle of a rebuild. And I'm sure that many of my brethren out there feel exactly the same way as I do, that this is just pretty much getting to the point where it's too much to stomach. I mean, this, this team doesn't really seem to have the same identity that they used to have. I mean, changed so much, you know, soon we won't be in Oakland anymore. Um, you know, lost our broadcast commentator. I don't know who this, uh, Musburger guy is, but uh, he needs to go. Um, it's just our team is a former shell of itself. Even even during our last shitty years with Al, 
we 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 don't even resemble ourselves anymore. So the best advice that I got for all you out there, Raider Nation, is keep supporting your team, but do it passively. You know, just read a couple articles about them every now and again. It's quite honestly, the way this team's being managed and run, they don't deserve our support. I'm always going to love the Raiders, but I can't doubt on them like I have in the past. So I hope that uh, everyone out there in Raider Nation is getting along all right. And hopefully by the time we're in Vegas, we'll be able to put all this bull crap behind us. All right. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Chip, RVA Raider. I'm out. That was a great call, bro. You said way more, way better than I could possibly say it. <clears throat> the survival of the Raider fan is at hand, and you bring up a great point. You know, what do you do on Sunday? You know, do you sit there in the chair and get aggravated like I do? No, that's a great idea. Get out of the house, get away from the TV, go do your thing, and uh, don't put too much into it. Because evidently, or obviously to me anyway, and RV Raider 2 is, they're not putting anything into it either. No, I don't see any fan loyalty whatsoever. And I don't see any effort to improve the situation. And I certainly don't see any improvement. And the fact that he says about Al Davis, you know, when it was bad when he was there with the Lane Kiffin thing and... I mean, that I thought was bad, but that was nothing. Nothing like it is right now. Nothing. Blown away. Completely blown away. So, great call. Great points all, bro. And you take care, too. And <laughs> I will be sitting here doing my little shows as bad news flows for our Raiders. Hopefully, we'll... Get a new owner soon, brother. That's all I can hope for. And our next caller really knows needs no introduction. He's been on the show. You know him. The Prez is in the house from Memphis, Tennessee. What you got for us, my brother? Ready, Mason. This is the Prez for RNIM. Uh, good morning. I am on the airport on my way to open. I uh, just hope we can pull a miracle over the... Kansas City Queefs, as Randy Greg was saying. Uh, that's what I right now. We are in it, obvious. Let's just hold on and see what happens in the trust process. I will look forward to seeing the Raider Nation. Hopefully, I can find a good chance to see Raider Greg. And I'm there for a week. Just in case uh, this is very toward the end of the Raider Nation legacy and open for the tenure. I hope that it's not. I don't want to see us leave like that. I hope they can compromise and work out something. And uh, one more year. Because it's very obvious that they're not coaching and they're not playing, and I've said it over and over again. So without further ado, Raider Nation, hold on, hang tight. It's uh, frustrating and real messed up right now. And God bless Randy. And uh, Randy Gray, special podcasts, man. I know you burn it up in fuel. I'm right there with you, though, but I understand what they're doing. I know that they're not trying. They're trying to cut deals and reconstruct stuff. And um, I hope Carr, you know, finds a better place. I agree with you, Greta. Uh, great. Sorry. It's early in the morning. I'm still kind of wake up. Nervous as hell before flights. But I pray that uh, Carr finds another place because he's a good guy. 
but I think that he kind of um, had his little last taste with the Raiders. Now I give him another season, you know, because I know we're tanking. But if he doesn't cut it, then he won't be around. I really don't possibly think he's going to be around at the end of the season. I think they just softened him up for the kill and saying all the right things, and they're going to strike a deal for him because uh, he's not the car mode. You know, he's playing hurt, and it's not really his fault. But it's just best, you know, to go ahead and move on and, you know, start a new kid that's bright-eyed and hungry and ready and that can take us to the next thing. Five years in the league, no doubt, man, you should be somewhere. Where you, even if you have a bad line, you should be at least Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees caliber or something like that. You should be somewhere in between the lines of, you know, do what you got to do. Those guys had a shitty season before, but they didn't suck like that, man. I mean, come on. Okay, Raiders. Yeah, have a good one. I'm on my way to the motherland chapter, and um, go Raiders. Well, first of all, thanks for the call, brother, and I hope you had a great trip. The game was good. The game was better than I thought. I mean, we got close one touchdown, almost one touchdown, and we'd have tied that game. So, hey, man, as crappy as we've been playing, that wasn't too bad. was not too bad. So I hope you had a good time while you were here. I uh, I did a real cursory walk around where I usually go. Was only there for a short time, and then took off. I didn't see a lot of people there. It was a pretty sparse crowd. You know, you were there too. Not anybody real positive about anything for sure, as we are. Uh, the team is jacked up. It's going to be jacked up. I don't expect to see them in Oakland next year. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe that'll happen. I could be wrong. But I don't expect it. I expect them to have to move their ass somewhere else. And good riddance. Um, I love my team. Don't get me wrong. I'll be rooting for my team. That's for sure. But I'll be rooting for my team with someone else that owns this team, that loves this team more than little Mo Davis. And you know what I'm saying, brother. I hope you had a good time. I bet you did because it's fun here. And our next caller is Raider Tony, the Northwest Raider. He's in the house. What is up, my Raider brother? Raider Greg, Raider Nation, this is Raider Tony, the Northwest Raider, calling for the last time in 2018. This is my final call of the year, just like your last podcast was the last one, Raider Greg, for the year. And so uh, I hope this is uh, the call that gets played in the next podcast next year, not not the last one I did. This is like my final say for this year. You know, I just want to get some things off my chest and then leave it be. The season's over as far as I'm concerned. You know, I love my Raiders. I grew up a Raider fan. been listening to your podcast since 2007, Raider Greg. Uh, I come from a family of Raider fans, all my family. Uh, my dad grew up a Raider fan, and all my uncles and aunts, they're all Raider fans, too. My mom's a Raider fan. My fiance is a Raider fan. She grew up a Raider fan here in Washington, and her father grew up a Raider fan in Germany. And so, you know, I love my Raiders. And all I can say is I'm really pissed off at John Gruden not for the rebuilding aspect of what he's doing. I understand why he's doing what he's doing. I get it. I get the logic behind it. 
many argue that he probably had to in the media, and I don't know, maybe he did. But I don't appreciate the being lied to. I went and spent uh, about $1,000 on a few tickets this year, six tickets, seven tickets, not the full season because I didn't go to London. And, you know, we fly down from Seattle for these games. So there are extra expenses added on to it. It's hard coming from out of state to watch games. And uh, and I commend the others that do it. And especially, you know, Raiders like Crusader Raiders that come from out of country. I mean, I mean, we all love the guy, you know. But, uh, you know, my point that I'm trying to make is I got suckered in and believed the bullshit that he fed us about wanting to win a championship in Oakland. He said that multiple times, not just at the press conference when he was introduced, but many times all offseason, that he was serious about bringing a Super Bowl to the East Bay. And that was bullshit and lies. Just like you said in the last podcast, I mean, this is, I'm not saying anything new, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it just, I would not have dropped $1,300 on tickets. And that, you know, that doesn't include the plane tickets and stuff like that. The time, I mean, we work full time. And so, you know, it's not easy. But I wouldn't have done any of it. I would have just settled for direct TV, direct ticket, like I've always done in the past. Like the couch the ends here. And uh, and it would have been a lot cheaper and it would have saved time, effort, and all and money. I mean, you know, it's just I bought into the bullshit that he fed us. And it you know, now I'm kind of embarrassed that I fell for it. You know, because now when I look back, I think, man, I should have known better. And it's just I mean, I just I don't know, man. I'm pissed, you know. I'll get over it, you know. Hopefully next season we have a better, better season. And I really hope that Gruden's plan that he has, the supposed big plan I keep reading about, is, uh, you know, works. Because I want to win just like we all do. I love my team. And nothing will make me happier than watching the Raiders winning again and being who they are, you know. Commitment to excellence, just one baby, the team of the decade. You know, we all bleed silver and black, and we love our team. But uh, it won't be this season. And uh, that's all I have to say. Rant over, you know. John Gordon, fuck your lies. Uh, I hope you can get this shit turned around like you say you're going to. But please do not lie to us like this again. Like, that's just like, I mean, that was a total con job. Pardon my language, Brady Greg. I know you don't like us cussing, but it's just like, you just got to get it off my chest, man. And now I feel a lot better. Anyway, I'm out. Well, if you didn't feel what the Northwest Raider was doing or saying or feeling, then I don't know what to say. Because in all honest honesty, it is painful to get lied to by something you think is more than what it is. I don't believe John Gruden has a plan. I believe his plan is to survive until they get to Vegas, and then they'll figure it out. They'll, they'll try to work their way through getting a few players, and then uh, 
once they get somewhere where they're going to be for a while, then the true rebuild will happen. Yeah, I bought tickets too, so did a lot of people travel a long way. But I'll tell you what, it's a lot of it's not just for the team, it's for the fans, it's for the party in the parking lot. It's a great time, bro. You know that just as well as I do. It's a lot of fun. It is a just kick in the butt to have your team do what this team done. But I understand. Hey, man, uh, you won't have to go to the Coliseum ever again. How's that? Neither will I. I'm going to miss the hell out of it. But um, it's a terrible way for things to end up, I think. If you were going to move, to me, I mean, <laughs> it, to me, just for me, if I was the owner, I'd want the team to be doing their very best just before we leave so we could keep the fan base that's already been just pumped up about us and drag them to Vegas with us. That's how I would have left. That would have been my preference is not being on the cheap, paying these guys, making it work. I mean, being a real active part of the organization. No, this is a buffoonery uh, moving. This is, <laughs> this is a clown job, bro. But it is what it is. And uh, we won't have to worry about the Coliseum next year. And we'll just watch from a distance until they figure it out, bro. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller is the XMO Radar. What you got for us, my brother? Hey, Raider Greg. I'm going to try to keep this under two or three minutes. This is the XMO Raider at Blind Athlete and the 406. I guess what we're going to call it. I've been listening for a long, long time. Uh... So first and foremost, I want to thank you. I've, this is the first and only podcast I've been listening for a long time. I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts now. Obviously, the Raider Nation is, is immense. But I had a computer, and then I lost it in 09, whatever. I think I found you in 06. Either way, I'm loving it. Keep on keeping on. I hope this is not your lost the last podcast. I have I have not listened to it actually. It is sitting in my um in my bank. I got my list, you know. But um so anyway, keep on keeping on, man. I don't know what it is. It's like you're not gonna go to the games. But if I could, that is the first thing I would go I wish I could go to the Steeler game. It's coming up here in a couple of days. I believe it's Friday. Yes it is. It's Friday night, early Monday morning, up and out, had a few beverages. Got the uh, rum in the belly for the pirate. Anyway, um, if I had the chance to go to a game again, I would. I've never been to Oakland. I got the chance one time I went to Denver, took my brother and a friend. Uh, got to see Peyton Manning. It, I mean... It sucked because he was a Denver. But Charles Woodson was playing, I think it was 2014, December 28, 2014. We lost, and it cracks. They were like, Raiders suck. Raiders. Oh, on the way out, oh, man. And my brother was like 14, 15, 16, I don't know. Anyway, um, sorry, I keep saying anyway so much. Okay, so my, my main point, other than 
if I had a chance to go to the game, I would. And I can, and I will, and I will, and you should. So do it. Period. Okay. So, my next point. Brent Mush fucking Suckberger. I apologize. Uh, I did not want to cuss. I wanted this call to make it. But, um... So, the, um... The announcer sucked. Papa was the man. I lost my sight in a car wreck June 1st, 2004. I'm 34 years old now. It is 2018. To do the math, I was 20 years old. I'd been a fan. I got pictures. I thought I was a Raider fan, Oakland. The, the earliest ones I could find, I was wearing L.A. gear. Anyway, yes. Burger's getting better, but he sucks. Like, Papa made me, kept me a fan after I lost my sight. Okay, so get rid of the announcer. My next point, after you need to go to the games if you have the chance, the announcer sucks. I could talk players and minutia and whatever they call it, daily bread or housekeeping all day. But keep this podcast going, my friend. It was the original. It is the oldest. It is the longest. We are the nation. Recently, I heard one of my fellow 406 Montana Regan. I got to give him the Raider Regan. Mini props. He was on some fellow podcasts. I don't know if they're associates of yours or how you do your business, but it don't matter. We're all the nation, and God is good. Life is good. We all keep on doing what we do if we're doing it right. And that's Raider Nation. Commitment to excellence. Season's greetings. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And to all the other holidays and nationalities or whatever you all believe in, keep on believing. XMO Raider, Abblind Athlete, out. Wow. Honestly, one of the best calls ever. What a call to bring you to perspective of your life and what you have. This Raider fan here on the phone, XMO Raider, laid it down. Blind athlete. I mean, bro. And you're doing it. And yeah, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to go to the next game just because of this call. This is the last game. It's Christmas Eve. Last game at the Coliseum. I don't know what else to say, man, but... Uh, Thank you so much for this call, man. It puts a lot of things in perspective, man. Honestly. Um, and everyone who listens to this call should get it. I get it. It's very clear. And uh, I wish the team was doing better, man. Trust me. But you're right. It's not a, Well, for like I said, it's not about the team as much as it is about the nation. What you're saying. And I got to agree, because, man, I met so many good people 
in the Raider Nation. I'm, it's mind-blowing. It's my, It blows my mind all the time I think about it. Uh, it's a real special club of people that uh, have a lot in common that way. Thank you for the call, man. God bless you. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you and yours, my Raider brother. And thank you for the call, man. And our next caller is the Cheese Head Raider. What's happening, brother? Raider Gregs, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Cheese Head Raider calling from Oak Town, California, where the Raiders just beat the Pittsburgh Squealers. I'm here in Oakland, just saw the game. It was a Christmas present for my fantastic, beautiful wife. I'll tell you, before, I was pretty down on the Raiders, everything that was going on. The Mac trade really got me down. But coming out here, being with my Raider Nation family, rejuvenated me. And I can say loud and proud, Raider Nation for life, win, lose, or tie, Raider Nation till I die. First off, I am so happy that you got to come to Oakland, which is amazing this year because it's over. Second of all, you got to come to Oakland and see one of our very few wins at home and see a team that truly played very well in all phases. I mean, they were possessed. The Super Freaks came out. played just for everyone at the stadium that day and i am so happy that you got to go and see a w great memory for you and your wife merry christmas bro and have a happy holiday hope you have a safe trip home i know you did should be home by now and uh go raiders man i'm glad you got to go my cheesehead bro and our next caller i think it's our last but Never least, Obi-Wan Raider. Obi-Wan is here. He's been calling this show for a long freaking time. I got to tell you, and I love him as a fan, and he's been a great contributor. You guys all that listen, you know Obi-Wan Raider from Spring, Texas. What's up? Yes, my master. What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? Obi-Wan Raider calling in from Spring, Texas. Going to make this short and sweet. Damn good win, boys. Good way to find a way to eke it out. All those car haters. He needs to be traded. Yeah, now what you got to say. There's no reason why Rodney Hudson and uh, Cook should not be in the Pro Bowl. When is John Gruden going to figure out, stop giving the ball to Doug Martin? It would have been a win against the Kansas City game. He hadn't fumbled the ball. Great to see Marcel Aitman 
getting more reps. I really liked that kid when we drafted him. Uh, Veggie Max gone, so let's see what happens now. Now the blame or the glory rests solely on Gruden's shoulders. No excuses for shitty drafts or blaming other people's picks. You're in charge now, big boy. This is what you wanted. Now you're going to like what you want, and you're going to get what you got. Obi-Wan Raider, Raider Nation, you guys are rocking that damn stadium that day. Love you guys, man. Love you, Raider Greg. It's good to finally be able to call in and not want to jump off the suicide fucking line. I bash my head through my fucking TV. All right, love you guys. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, happy holidays to you and your family. Raider Nation, happy holidays to you and your family. Go Raiders. Obi-Wan Raider, and I'm out. Well said, bro. I think Carr's a good guy. We'll see. Perfect analogy, too. It's all on Gruden's lap. We'll see what happens. A lot of turmoil, though, bro, still. It really hangs on the draft picks. Hope we get some good ones. That's all we can do. Not Johnny Manziel, like he loved and fell in love with that guy. <laughs> you know what? Gruden needs someone to check and balance him. I hope we get a good general manager that comes in and starts to manage the team and maybe take the edge off of all this bad news. We need, at the Raider Nation level, the fan base needs a break. We need a freaking break from all the bad news going on with our team. And uh, if the ownership don't get that, I don't know what to say, bro. But if I were the owner, I can tell you right now, things would be a lot different uh, all the way around. The truth gets you a lot. Honesty buys a lot of stuff, bro. And I think that should have been the policy from the beginning. I think everything would have turned out the same, except the fan base would have been saved a lot of grief. Uh, trust me on this. So thank you, brother. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and your family. God bless you and be safe. And that goes to everybody in the Raider Nation. Uh, this is from Randy and Greg and us here at the Raider Nation Podcast. My good dog, Bella, who's been sitting next to me this whole time listening to me rant and roll. Not even open her eyes. <laughs> My dog. Long story short, God bless the Raider Nation. Be out there. Be good humans. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. And I'll be coming back at you with all the latest drama. That's some bullshit. I hope there's not much more. <laughs> Let's get to some football. That's what I'm talking about. You guys be good humans. I'm Raider Greg. And I'm out. Out.